Yes, there we go. Hello and welcome to the second hour of the Summer Run Home. I am uh, the Professor. With me is Andrew Barney Barnett this afternoon. We're having a cracking afternoon. Obviously, Brooksy's in the chair. It's his last day. He's about to go on uh, a three-week vacation to mm, Bali. Yeah. With his missus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, uh, Why Alex... do you keep mouthing that every time we say Bali <laughs> with my missus? Yeah, no, with you. Yes, mm. you are. And what's that detail in there? Alex, yeah. uh, what are you doing in the yeah. break? Alex, are you... What am I doing in the break? I'm working. How exciting is that? I'm going yeah. down to Melbourne at the end of January. So that's going to be fun. And then I'm getting some travel tips off Brooksy because I'm in Bali in March. So very excited for that. I was just talking about my love for gambling on tennis players I've never heard of. I'm going mm. going to uh, go down and watch them at, oh, at Melbourne wonderful. Park in January. Open. Yeah, so that's <sighs> going to be exciting a few days. Do you reckon you get a chance to catch up with BP? Brett oh. Phillips? I'll ask. He's Mate. always around. If you're around Melbourne Park as well, he's like the voice of yeah. the voice of God MC. in Melbourne Park. He's telling you what's going on where I don't think he sleeps. Mate, oh, no. He, he also does a massive party. Uh, uh, on the second last night of the tennis. It's an all-nighter. Right. Mm. Yeah. And if you get an invite, apparently it's... So after the women's final, yeah, so it's like BP party. They say, remember mm. Freddie Mercury used to have those parties that would go for seven days? That's Nothing BP. like that. Oh. BP's next level. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Goes right up to the first game of AFL for the season. It does. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he goes. It's his only time off in the year. Uh, he's wild. He is wild. Now, if you miss the first hour, subscribe and listen to the Run Home with Joel and Fletch podcast at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or download the SEN app. How is the podcast going, Brooksy? Are people getting around it's it? has been good for summer. It, generally, yeah. the sports podcasts drop off around the oh, well, the league and AFL ones drop off around the October mark, but kept strong. I think the cricket and all the NRL signings and transfer news and the board, the West Tigers, a lot happened this summer yeah. or late spring, early summer in the NRL. It's great. Good November news. one. Yes. So make sure Huge. you subscribe. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the Socceroos, Barney, we were talking about this at the start of the show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're all over this, but I'll tell the listener at yep. home. Uh, Arnie picks half a new team, only 12 players from the World Cup retained in the 26-man squad for January's Asian Cup in Qatar. Uh, the group stage, they've got India, Syria, and Uzbekistan. It's a sneaky, tough group. Is, the, is it the group of death? Who knows? Alex, do you know group of death? Well, I don't know if it's the group of death. It's the group of... Um, Life. No, I wouldn't call it that either. Maybe serious illness, you know, something that's going to have you bedridden for a couple oh. of weeks, but you should be able to get through it. I think that's how the soccer The group of long COVID. Yeah. That's, that's well, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, they're still investigating that. So let's call it the group of influenza. Mm. Yes. Good luck to them in the <laughs> Started out as the Russian flu, did it? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, come on. <laughs> Uh, young players have been omitted. Arnold has left out promising youngsters, uh, Alexander Robertson and Alessandro Circata. Circati? Circati? No, Circati. Circati. Now, Alex, you're obviously all over Get this, your mate. Italian. So mm. why has he left them out? So his explanation today was that he doesn't want to take these players because um, they won't get many minutes over at the Asian Cup. They're not first-team players, and they're having really good years at their clubs. So Alexander Robertson's in League One, which is the third division of English football with Portsmouth. They're set for promotion at the moment. Alexander, Alexa, I'll, I'll get it out eventually. Alessandro Cercati 
is at Parma in Serie B, which is the second division of Italian football, and they're on top of that table. So he wants them to keep getting regular game time with the view to being first-team players in clubs at a better level rather than take them away, risk them losing their spot because these European coaches, they're quite brutal. I mm. think Barney was speaking to Bozza and Robbie about this the other day. It's hard. Once you... <laughs> were you on air or were you just out there... <laughs> Well, I, look, I said to them, I said, boys, this is what I think you should say when we're on air. And they said, thanks for that, Barney. <laughs> and then they went, yeah, they went on with it. Yeah, but it can be a challenge to get back into your, your club side mm. after you fly to the other end of the world for a month. If you take four weeks off from SEN, from the rugby podcast, they replace you, Prof. And if the other guy's going well, guess what? Your spot's not coming back. Mate, that's why I've never gone well when I've replaced you, <laughs> Professor. I know you need the job. Very but, kind of you. <laughs> and I love that you're calling it a job. It's yeah. definitely um, it's, but the other, it's the a other hobby. Thing, the yep. other thing there with those young blokes is they are going to have to be away from their clubs. Well, the Olympics probably doesn't line up with in-season games, but you still they play a lot of sort of – out-of-season stuff over there anyway, don't well, they? Well, that's it. So these two guys are still 20, so they qualify to go to the Olympic Games in Paris in the new year. There's going to be qualifiers for that in March and April as well that the yeah. Socceroos are going to get through. So they're already going to have time off. Arnie doesn't want to pull them out for any longer than he needs to when they're not going to be key to winning this tournament. Now, Money, you want to do this next bit of news? Yeah, uh, 36, 36-year-old uh, Uruguayan-born striker Bruno F- Fornaroli, uh has made the squad, um, which is 36. What do we think, boys? Uh, I mean, obviously. Good age. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh. 36 is young now. 36 is like 18, if you think about it. Time's Twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Nathan Lyon is 36. He's never, mm. never looked fitter. Um, who else? Let's find other famous 36-year-old athletes. I know... Um, Davey Warner, he'd be 36. Yeah, 36. Novak Djokovic. 36. Yeah. Usman Kawaja, I think he's 36. He's uh, a 36-year-old. Hey? Have you got a list? Uh, well, I'm just asking. 36 club. Lionel Messi, 36. 36. Never been playing better in his life. Uh, LeBron, <laughs> I think 38. Lionel Messi's mm. never playing better in his life because the, the people he's playing against... <laughs> <laughs> Make it look like he's playing mm. really well. It does look like he's got a cheat code, doesn't it? But, and um, cheat code. Let's, mm. let's be honest, pink is his colour. Yeah. Doesn't he pop in pink? He does. He does indeed. Um, <laughs> this is a great Joga Benito chap, by the way, mm. boys. You're doing very well. Matthew and thank Leckie God you're missed here, out. Alex. Mm. Not 36. Malecki Leckie. Leckie, Leckie missed out due to injury. That's mm. a shame. He's a very good player. Yeah, so had a hamstring injury, suffered in Melbourne City's uh, uh, final uh, Asian Champions League match, which is uh, well, he's is he our most experienced attacking option? Yes, at, at he, this point, he is Barney. Um, so that's a big loss for Graham Arnold because he scored the goal against Denmark that everyone remembers. The World Cup got us through to the round of sixteen, where we almost got to extra time against Argentina. Oh. What an achievement that was! Um, but yeah, so that that is big out. Matt Leckie's been playing. On and off, he's had an injury-riddled start to the A-League season, but scored on his return uh, to the side. I think they were playing the Central Coast Mariners. He scored the winner. Um, so, yeah, they're going to have to find. But they do have a ready-made replacement for him in Martin Boyle, who you'll remember was injured going into the World Cup, but stayed around as the team's vibe manager uh, and was oh, good around. Yeah, exactly right. So that ACL injury has cleared up for him now, and I expect him to be starting that first game against India. I think it's on January 9 or 10. Yeah. 
Now, uh, Captain Goalkeeper Matt Ryan, he's been declared fit despite a facial fracture. Ryan suffered a cheekbone fracture in his final Europa Conference League game for club side uh, Alk- Alkmaar. Alkmaar. Alkmaar in the Netherlands. Casting doubt <laughs> over his fitness for the tournament, but was named today. So that's great. Obviously, Matt Ryan's been our number one goalkeeper for a long time now, Brooksy. Did I hear a rumour yesterday, Alex, mm. uh, that this injury wasn't necessarily s- sustained in the match? It was before in the gym. Uh, you may have heard that. I'd, I've missed that if that's the case. Yeah. Mm. But Graham Arnold uh, made an so interesting So someone punched comp- him? No, it no, wasn't. No, no. I think it was a part of an apparatus or. He, so they're doing like, um, yeah. doing like a. Like a you got a door, you got a gym. Or something mm. and, you know, doing the, doing the throw and the, the spotters missed it. Well, I wonder, if it was his, I wonder if it was his second goalkeeper that was spotting him and was just going, oh, oh, sorry, Matt. That's uh, just slipped through my fingers. Well, yeah. then he shouldn't be the second goalkeeper, should he? Well, he's about to be the first because Matt's gone anyway. Mm. Is that the is that the yellow wiggle? Um, what's no, his name? Andrew oh. Redmayne not he, in the squad. He's not in the squad. He's oh, finished up now. Uh, hasn't been playing very well for Sydney FC this yeah, season, right. Andrew Redmayne. Well, we can ask. Um, right, we can right. ask how he's going. He's <laughs> 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 reports your goalkeeper's not yeah. playing very well. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, I'd say I heard it from Alex, who's sitting just to me. <laughs> yeah, Alex, just say what you said about his teammates. Great. Mm. Uh, Ryan will be with us at 4.30 for all you uh, Sydney FC fans. Uh, now, the Matildas, they've sold out their 12th straight home match. It is at Marvel Stadium yes. against uh, Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. There's an Olympic qualifier. So, what, in the rectangular form, I think it fits 45. It's 53 you, that it can you, fit. You can get more. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's amazing. Oh, I saw, is it Tamika Yallop play for mm. Brisbane Raw? Yes. They were down at Coogee this morning, spotted. Yeah, nice. Um, you know, no wonder Buzz one doesn't the, like you. Yeah, you, I don't know. You threaten his job. Him. Mm. But I thought about that. Mm. Like, I would not have been able to recognize yeah. Tamika 12 months ago. Mm. I saw her face. And she wasn't a key player at the World Cup either. She was a f- squad player. The, like, the rise you, of the Matildas has been amazing. Mm. Like, in terms of just, I would not have known. Like, I saw her first, and then she had the Brisbane Raw shorts on. And I'm like, mm. we are identified. Like, Matilda's a prime. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Superstars I mean, in Australian public. Do you think the Socceroos have sold out their last 12 home matches here? Definitely not. They got so. 20,000 to the opening game of their qualifiers against Bangladesh. Uh, they will sell out the second one because it's against Lebanon and they've cleverly um, scheduled that for Compact Stadium in March. So oh, I think they've no, gone to yeah. the right area of, uh, of Australia for that match. That, that'll be a good game. It'll be boisterous, mm. I think. Fantastic. Good the, food. The, what, are, what are the odds of a TIFO at that one, you reckon? Oh, high. 100%. What is a TIFO? It's, oh. we, so we learnt this the other day yeah. with Bozza. It's a Football big old lots. banner. That's what you know. The big banner they cut that often is over the top of the play, over the top of the crowd. Or, yeah, that's um, a TIFO. Of, it's called a TIFO. Why? Yeah. What does does it stand for? Something. Mm, uh, I, I think don't... it originated in South America, so it'll mm. have some Spanish and or Italians. The Italians are big in doing them in the early days. I'm not sure the background, though. Mm. Well, uh, we've got time. We're about to have a break. Who wants mm. to Google it? Hands up. It's Italian. <laughs> well done, Brooksy. All right, we're going to take another break. On the other <laughs> side, well, more of this. You're on the Summer Run Home. Yes, welcome back to the Summer Run Home. It's the last run home for 2023, and we're having... Cracking time in here. I just popped down to the uh, local, uh, what would you call that, a service station, whatever it was, grabbed us a bunch of snacks. We're, um, mm, convenience store. Convenience store. The party has started well and truly. Um, now, gents, uh, I might, I'll throw out the number, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. also the text line 0457 
736, 736. Just wanted to do a little bit of a 2023 recap. Yeah. Um, you know, that time of milestones, year. <laughs> yeah, things that went well. Um, mm. Why don't we do personal to begin with? Yeah. Um, I actually, I lost 10 kilos this year. Oh, well done, buddy. I put on 12. Oh. So, but you know what? Not bad. <laughs> glass half empty, glass half full. So how did that work? You lost 10, then you put on 12. Well, you know, I'd lose like, I yo-yo through the year. Oh. But if you if you look at all the, if you take the graph below the line, above so the line. So only, you've only put on two kilos? Yeah, net two. <laughs> That's not too bad. Yeah. Very good. Alex, did you have a moment that was? Um, most of my best moments this year I didn't remember. Uh, generally in mm. Lisbon, Barcelona, Mykonos. Uh, oh. Mykonos being the, the overwhelming highlight I would say. Um, is it as good as the film makes it out to be? There's not much to do there except eat, swim at the beach, and drink a lot. Drive a WRX from what I've seen on the film. Well, yeah, you can do that, but, you know, it's one day. You see most of the island. It's, you know, it's very pretty. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, I, I can. I sort of never really understood the adverse... Well, people who live on islands say, don't live on islands. I never really understood that until I'd spent nearly a week in Mykonos and I was like, yeah, actually, you, it's You time. do know, Alex, that you live on an island now. Well, it's yeah. a bit different, isn't it? It's a continent. Well, we are girt by sea, I'm we told. Girt. Mm. Um, well, that's wonderful. Mm, that is thank wonderful. You. Thank you. Um, now, Brooksy, what did you yeah. do? 2023, did you have something that's worth mentioning? I just had a quick uh, think about it while you guys were talking out there. I just realised I ended a five relationship streak, losing streak, and finally made it to a year in a relationship. Hey, um, previous best was four. I did did that a couple of times, but then yeah, just went on a drought. It was like three weeks, six weeks, three months, three weeks. But this one's going strong, gents. Eighteen months. So whoa, you know, who knows? We Fantastic. do this next year. Could be on a bit of a heater, and that's all with the one lady. One lady. Wow. A lovely tea. That's fantastic. Congratulations. The other yeah. ones, were they, who was ending those? It was a bit 50 50. Oh, yeah. There was That's a few uh, board um, decisions. Yeah, but right. sometimes, yeah. yeah, there was better contracts out there. So yeah. I signed free agency. Right. As Fair Justin enough. Pascoe said, did you leave those in a good place? <laughs> I think so. Um, a few of them blocked me on social media and my number. Yeah, but, you know, nothing. I assume right. that that's good. It's all you, how you frame When you it, date Buzz it? Rothfield, that's going to happen. So. <laughs> oh, mate, you wish. He is a gentle lover. Um, I switched codes, I guess, is the best way to put it. 2024, obviously, had spent the last 15 years on rugby league and then made my way across to um, the posher brother. Rugby yeah. Union went to the Rugby World Cup. Um, Everyone talks about these code switches. It's the, no one's talking about how you were part of the deal. Well, Suwalihi. When mm-hmm. he signed with Rugby Australia, said on one condition, yeah, that guy that does those crappy jokes on a Sunday night, he comes with me. And so I, I he rang me, and um, we went across together. And then Eddie Jones found out and oh. took an interview with Japan. Yeah, Eddie doesn't get my gear. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody's a fan, but so, uh, yeah, yes, Brooksy, yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. with, yeah, I'll with give you the an answer. Potty, um, do you think Eddie will still be a talking point for your, I guess, season two? Like, even though he will be in Japan with yes. the uh, cherry blossoms, is it? It is, yep. Mm-hmm. Or the, the yeah. yeah, cherry blossoms. Cherry blossom. Do you think you'll still be a talking point? World rugby, Australian rugby, will still follow his, I guess, story over there in Tokyo. Absolutely. Um, he's just, he is such 
he's just a whirlwind, right? England mm. still talks about him. Like, and, and they don't whinge about ago. anything. No, 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 rarely. Um, so, so we will, and on our podcast in particular, those three guys all played for him and quite tight with him and they're quite pissed off with what's happened. Oh, um, well, I think everybody that's played for the Wallabies that has seen what Eddie's done isn't overly happy. So the answer is yes. Cause at some point there'll be a tournament where Australia comes up like maybe against Japan or that Japan will be we in. We play Japan, I think, uh, early-ish next year, I believe. Oh, did I hear that? No, no. So we got two Wales, and then we got Georgia, and then we've got. Uh, but it's the not that far down the track. I maybe maybe the year up, we yeah. might. Yeah, they've also got that um, tournament now in the years between mm. the World Cup, where it's I think it's the top eight nations. Then compete. <laughs> it's like a, the Wallabies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Japan will be in there though. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> well, are they going to go over and watch? Are they? Good yeah. for them. Um, so yeah. It'll be interesting if we come up against him. And I just love that that guy that worked for, was it TGB or whatever, that shouted out, you're a traitor, and that the whole world said, oh, you can't say When he that. was in England. When he was, he was in like, England. What'd you call yeah. me? Yeah. Come here and say it in my face. And, and the guy did. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and it sort of just petered out. I, mean, yeah. I don't think either of them thought their second move but out. Eddie took it as a suggestion rather than an insult. Mm. He was like, that's a good idea. Would you call me? Oh, fantastic. It's a good one. Um, so, yeah, that was my big um, yeah. 2023. Now, um, 2023, if I was thinking about red letter years, like what it will be remembered for, I was mm-hmm. at the shops yesterday oh, and yeah. uh, just looking around and, geez, I was, it occurred to me, uh, 2023 has been a red letter year for shit haircuts. There's never been a better time to have a bad haircut in this country. I'm talking mullet into a bowl cut like a you're dumb and dumber at the front. Like when we were growing up, that I couldn't have dreamed of having a haircut that bad. I would have got bashed. Yeah. But now they're just walking around picking up chicks. They're doing with the it. bashing. Yeah. Mm. Well, my son, who's in kindergarten, came home the other day and he said, "I want a mohawk." Yes. You're old enough. Yeah. I said no, and he said, "Well, I want a mullet then." Oh. And I said, "Right, let's do the mohawk." <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you have the second option. Yeah. You got me, he mate. He's that's too real. Smart. That's a real union versus league chat, isn't it? <laughs> you want five, ask for ten, sort of. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, and, and it's happening a lot. Um, younger kids, I've seen. Uh, I'm going to say kids under three months with yeah. mullets mm. and uh, um, requesting them. Requesting mullet. them. Um, but yes, that's a very good point. There are some bad haircuts, and there's. Obviously, some quite public figures with bad haircuts. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, E.G.? Uh, the AFL Nathan player Cleary? for... Nathan Cleary. Uh, AFL player for the Western Bulldogs, Bailey. Oh, Zach Bailey? Not Zach Bailey. <laughs> he works um, for Channel Smith. He's got... Bailey oh, Smith. Bailey Smith. Smith or a smile. Yeah. Terrible haircut. Yeah. Um, um, there's a couple others. But mind yeah. you, Darcy these Moore? are two of the, like, well, not me personally, but hottest sports stars in Australia. Yeah. Allegedly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's something you couldn't have dreamed of when we were young, that you could have a bad haircut and be seen as attractive. But now, red letter day. It is. There's yeah. never been a better time to have a bad haircut and still, you know, have success in society. So, uh, you know, it's a brave new world. It what is. a time to be alive. <laughs> it is. And I'm bald. The, um... <laughs> yeah, you really missed your time. Man, you? It's so you insensitive could... of you to talk about haircuts when there's Sorry, a bald guy I in the apologize. room. Like, you I know, apologize. You're not going to say... You know what? You can have just... a shit mo, though. They've all got shit mo's as well. I've been in and out of a shit, of a crap mo. See, I'm mm. not going to say the S word, Brooksy, like your mate over here. Yeah. But he's no. swearing a blue streak. Um, the... <laughs> all right, let's do, let's do sports. If I had no. to say to you, 
guys. Yeah. Give me either a key word or a couple of words for these sports. Mm. Rugby league. How would you sum that up in a couple of words for 2023? Uh, you know what? The, my highlight for 2023 in rugby league was watching uh, the great Newcastle Knights oh. win the grand final. Uh, Is that back-to-back? Back? Yep. Back-to-back. Uh, so would you undisputed. say Knights grand final? Night's grand final. I was in that good a mood. I hung around and watched the boys' game afterwards. I don't, don't know if boys, I don't know if boys' rugby league's ever going to catch on. But uh, in the main game, the women's game. Good on you. Tamika Upton, uh, build a statue of her now outside, uh, outside the stadium up there in Newcastle. She's an absolute legend. Took the game by the scruff of the neck. And, uh, that's just, rough. Yeah, mate. That's what she does. She's, she's a killer. Uh, Alex, rugby league, what would you sum it up with one thing? Um... Mm. Uh, well manly fan. <laughs> uh, manly fan, that's probably how it was. No, uh, yeah. Trebojevic, and, you know, it's a dark place when you talk to Manly fans about Tom Trebojevic, and it, it's the hope that kills you, the hope that he will stay fit, the hope that he can actually get his hamstrings, his ankles, his knees... His shoulders, his pecs, all <laughs> working at the same say, time. I was what's the end of this sentence? <laughs> well, working at the same time. Yeah. 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 You know, and hopefully he doesn't visit Germany in the off-season because who knows what will happen there. But, yeah. Mm. Mm. Plain One watch for Tommy. You can't come back from. That's right. Mm. Brooksy? Yeah. Mm. Uh, my word would be rising. Uh, we saw uh, expansion. Mm. Work a treat with mm-hmm. the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everyone said, oh, you can't have two teams in Brisbane. You certainly can. What about the crowds we saw at Suncorp? Um, I loved Origin, another good Origin. The quality's increasing. It's a shame the Blues didn't win. Congratulations, Queensland again. Uh, we saw an epic grand final and a team that's won three straight, which that's I think is just, just going to make the, nights, the just two. I think it's going to make the competition better in the uh, men's. So I'll speak ah, from yeah. the men's side. The growing game, but yep. then and we've got Vegas for the next five years, year one next year. I think the game's growing, it's rising, and it's great to see. Like that. What about rising? Yeah. Rising. Tell you what else is rising. Mm. <laughs> My expectation of what you're going to say okay. when I say Professor Rugby League. <laughs> um, number one. So, Kangaroos, we yeah. retain the number one rank. And so oh. we should. Top of the tree. I know, yes, they flogged us 30 nil. Mm. But it's a void series. I was talking to Stuart Broad and he told me. <laughs> Didn't count. <laughs> Didn't count. Didn't count. So if we are looking just quickly the, to sum up the rugby league, the yep. 2023 world rankings have come out in the Kangaroos. They do retain the number one spot. Uh, second place, New Zealand. Third place, England. Uh, fourth place, the Panthers. They just put Penrith in. They just yep. figured. Yeah, they should be Jeez, they're below rankings. England. Man, mm. for the rough in the rankings. Yeah. <laughs> to be below uh, England. Then Samoa, Tonga. PNG, Fiji, France, Lebanon, the Cook Islands, Serbia, the Netherlands, Italy, and Malta, um, which is very exciting. Now, if I had to ask you one phrase for AFL to sum it up. Well, it's good to see the Australians back ranked number one. They lost out a few years to Mason Cox uh, from the US, and but they're, they're back in the number one spot, and that's the main thing. Uh, so where's Ireland ranked in third. the world? So it goes Australia, yep. Mason Cox, yeah, Ireland. Then in Ireland. Ooh, and it's only on since since Ty Keneally retired. Um, yeah, right. He's he was above Ireland for a little bit there. He was, and then right. So yeah. and it's the 127th straight year at number one to us. So congratulations yeah. to Australia. Well yeah, uh, in the AFL. Uh, if you did have a phrase to sum up the AFL, Brooksy. Um, yep. Well said. Confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Alex. 
I'd say unreal. unreal. Are you a Pies fan? An, well, it's an unreal sport. It's, I don't think it should be a real sport. That's... <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> no, Alex. No. No, no. I like AFL. Um, well, yeah, your Giants. Your Giants had moments yeah, this year. Yeah, they were unlucky in the semi-final. And mm. uh, I did watch that game, Brooksy. Don't look at me I, like I'd that. I'd watch that too. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more. Thank you, Amy. You are on the summer run home with thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now and MFP easy. Voted Queensland's best fibreglass pool builder. Now, it is time uh, to chat A-League, gentlemen. Uh, The round ball game, the domestic round ball game, and what a league it is, our A-League. Now, we've got a very special guest on the line uh, who is here uh, 15 years yesterday our next guest made his A-League debut, and uh, he is now on the line. Guest uh, Ryan Grant, welcome back to the run home. G'day, boys. How are we? Mate, very well. We were looking at the, uh, well, we were looking at um, some footage earlier today of your uh, your very first game uh, for Sydney FC. You uh, ran out 15 years ago yesterday. I've got to ask, mate, you looked uh, very, like, I know you were young, but you looked very young. It looked like you rode your skateboard to the uh, to the to the ground that day, mate. What are your memories of that? Fifteen years ago. Um, yeah, the memories. Uh, I'm not real sure. I can't remember a lot, to be honest. I I think my memories come from the footage that you see and that you've obviously saw uh, earlier today. Uh, obviously, the long blonde hair, big mop hair, looking silly, um, and then obviously <laughs> the baby face. Um, yeah, couldn't hide from that. I think I, I thought I had a moustache back in the day, but obviously there wasn't a lot there. But uh, no, I just remember being super excited to to make my debut and I just wanted to play professional sport growing up. So when I finally got the chance to, yeah, to play a professional sport, that being obviously football and, and for a massive club like Sydney FC, I would, yeah, I was just um, over the moon, to be honest. Ryan, we've actually got the audio of your debut here from 15 years ago. Another sign of the changing of the guard here at Sydney FC. Ryan Grant, the 17-year-old from the Australian Institute of Sport, becomes the 30th player used by John Cosmina this season. There you go, the, uh, the dulcet tones of Mike Cockrell there uh, calling. Ryan running out. Hey, Ryan, 15 years, have you got a favourite moment from that 15 years that you can recount? Oh, it's... As you could imagine, it'd be hard to come up with one. Um, I've been pretty lucky to be involved in some pretty special moments as a team, but also as an individual in scoring a couple of goals in um, a few grand finals and being a part of uh, some championship winning teams. So I honestly can't really narrow it down to one. But if I was going to say, I think it'd be obviously the cliche ones of, of scoring those um, two, two grand final goals. Um, one was obviously an equaliser that we went on to win on penalties and the other was a, a winner in, in deep into extra time. So uh, they're hard to split, uh, to be honest. But, um, no, lots of unbelievable memories and hopefully a few more to come. And I know it's been 15 years, but hopefully I've got a few more in me. So hopefully I can create a few more. But, now the grand final goals will take the cake, I think. Yeah, mate, 13 goals across the entire 269 games, but two in grand finals. Is that is that your go? You just sort of, listen, I'll sit back till it really matters. I'm not going to, you know, run the score up against the team. I'm the guy that really scores when it counts. Yeah, well, that's what um, a few of the boys say. They say, 
sort of turn up for the big games, but the rest of the season sort of be a bit quiet. But um, no, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that out any day if I can um, make a big impact in a big game. It's obviously um, pretty special. Um, probably should pull my finger out a little bit more and contribute through the season a lot more. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things that right place at the right time. Um, I'd like to say I have a knack for it, but if you if you look at my stats, there's not that many goals to sort of signify that. But um, yeah, obviously in the big ones, the big games, I, I find uh, myself in the right place, and um, yeah, very lucky to to be able to do that. But yeah, a few more goals would be nice um, going forward. To be honest. Hey, mate, this one's just a little off topic in terms of football. Um, I don't know if you were listening before the break. We were talking about our uh, what we've noticed this year, and I, I've said there's never been a better time to have a rude haircut. Now, you uh, you mentioned the mop when you debuted, but you've had a couple of rude haircuts across the journey. Do you think this is the best time to have a rude haircut? Yeah, it looks like you can get away with anything at the moment. Um, <laughs> like you said, I've had a few ordinary ones over the years. Um, I've just sort of got short hair now at the moment just purely because my hairline's not hanging in there um <laughs> but yeah it seems like you can do whatever you want obviously the mullet had a bit of a phase it's still bouncing around um the skullet there's a few floating around at the minute that any other time of of um of my life i think people would look at that and question it but these days it seems to be everything's a bit play on so i'm all for it as you can tell and have you seen i've got a few haircuts up my sleeves over the years. So, um, yeah, I'm embracing it and just a little bit jealous. I can't pull it off as, as I used to be able to, to be honest. Um, but no, I love it. I mean, everyone's doing themselves. Ryan, as that hairline recedes, you get more and more handsome. I've been saying that to the guys. Um, my missus says it as well. Let's hope. I'm fingers crossed that that's true. Oh mate, it's a hundred percent true. Now you've had many, many teammates over the years. I was just wondering if we could maybe perhaps pinpoint a couple, maybe the most talented you played with, and then also let's do the weirdest. Most talented, I mean, it's obviously hard to go past Alessandro Del Piero. Um, yeah, he was all right, I guess. He won yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, I, I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just one of the best footballers to ever be. But no, yeah, he's definitely probably the best player I played with, purely for his name, but also what he could do at training and in those games. I think he was 38 at the time when he came here, but he was still taking the mick um, out of all of us at training and in games. I think he scored four or five in one game in the A-League. So definitely still had it. Um, the weirdest, that's a long list, to be honest. Um, a lot of the weird ones that become really good mates of mine, which probably says a lot about myself. But um, yeah, one of my best mates that I got out of football was, was always a little bit different. But Seb Ryle, um, Special Ryle was a little bit different. But uh, yeah, one of my best mates, um, Aaron Calver, another good mate of mine. He was a bit strange. But then we've had a few foreigners that have come in and out of the team that obviously a different culture and they come from different backgrounds. But, um, yeah, always a bit of a, um, yeah, sort of a different different time when you you get on the source with those guys. They're, they're <laughs> real personality that comes out and you don't need to be able to speak the same language to, to have a good time with them. So, um, yeah, there's been a lot of foreigners that have come through that have yeah shown me a good time, which has been nice. That's fantastic. Now, mate, the other thing um, I love, particularly in football, is the uh, end of a big game. There's a lot of uh, jersey swapping. Um, what jer- Whose jersey have you got that you still value? Have you swapped with anyone uh, that you sit back and think, you know, that was a, that's a good get, that jersey? To be honest, I'm hopeless at that. I've, I've played against some uh, awesome teams uh, like Man United and Chelsea and Tottenham and Barcelona and 
I didn't swap a jer- one jersey. I, I I was too um I would, I don't want to say quiet, but I didn't I didn't want to speak to him during the game and say, "Oh, listen, can you give me a jersey at the end of the game?" I wanted to wait to the end and hopefully jag something. But um, yeah, everyone else had different ideas. All the other boys they spoke to the players during during the game and um, jumped at it as quick as they could and. Um, yeah, got in ahead of me. So, to be honest, I don't really have any. I think I might have actually one from Man United, Wilfred Zaha, um, who played for Crystal Palace and now I think he plays in, in Turkey, but he played for Man United about 10 years ago when we got to play against them. So, uh, I do have that one, but other than that, I don't think I've I've swapped any other jerseys. So, that's something I wish I did do, but at the same time, I don't really know where I would put them, to be honest. I don't even have my own jerseys. I give them to my old man, and he looks after them, to be honest. So, um, yeah, it, it could have been something cool I could have collected, but, um, yeah, just I'm not quick enough, to be honest. Who Who is the jersey bandit? Who is in the team that you look at and go, oh, he's always going to score himself a jersey. He's working on it more than he's working on his game. <laughs> yeah, there's all the young boys, to be honest. We got. I remember when we – it was for the All-Stars, the A-League All-Stars we played against Barcelona last year, and um, – I was lucky enough to start that game and, and play 90 minutes and I still didn't jag a jersey. All the boys that came off the bench were quickly onto them and um, I think that a few of those boys got three or four jerseys and I left with none. So, um, yeah, it was a, probably a little bit ordinary. But, um, again, I, I'm not, I wasn't desperate to, to try and get one, so I sort of let them have it. And um, But, yeah, there's no, nah, there's a few boys. Um, I think even a, an ex-teammate of mine, Kemi Devlin, uh, he went to the World Cup with the Socceroos and I think um, he got messy somehow. He, I think he hung around for about four and a half hours after the game just to <laughs> jag the jersey. But, um, yeah, when it's messy, I think you do anything to get that jersey and he, he come away with that. So, um, yeah, there's a few boys that go above and beyond to, to jag one. Now, let's have a quick chat about Sydney FC this season. Um, a few struggles. You had your 3-0 loss to the victory. Um, can you come good after that? You got Western United on Saturday at five thirty at Allianz. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, since the new coach Uffie's come in about six weeks ago, I think it was. Um, I think we've been on a, a good upward trend. Obviously, like you mentioned, we've had a few losses, but a few wins. Uh, so it's just about getting that consistency. But I think, like I said, we're on that right trend at the moment. We're we're improving every week. Um, obviously, a three nil loss isn't great uh, against a, a big rival, but um, yeah, you, if you watch the game, uh, you can see that we definitely had a few positives in there. We just got to be a bit more consistent throughout the 90 minutes and a little, be a little bit more ruthless in front of goal too, which obviously sounds a little bit cliche. But um, yeah, if we if we get a few goals, that changes the whole game and the momentum. So yeah, no, we're definitely confident uh, going into tomorrow's game that we can uh, get the three points. Western are a good team, but uh, we're quite confident whoever we come up against that we can come away with a win and get ourselves rolling for the rest of the season. Glad to hear it, Ryan. So a big congrats on your 15 years. Um, mate, we'll be watching tomorrow night. Hope you uh, give it to Western United. Um, yeah. and, and thanks for coming on the summer run home. No worries. Thanks for having me again. Cheers. Wonderful. Yes, yeah, Sydney FC tomorrow night against Western United. You can get tickets at sydneyfc.com. What an absolute champion, Ryan Green. Right. Hopefully tomorrow night he gets a Western United jersey. <laughs> Just like well, you've inspired us. <laughs> I'm hoping that he just starts getting random blokes. You know, who's yeah, that? No, 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 no worry. He plays four games. Yeah, getting random right. blokes. <laughs> like yeah, jerseys. No, jerseys. Oh, that's right. jerseys. <laughs> yes. Brooksy. On that magic note. We're not in note. Bali yet, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Too
Yes, you're on the Summer Run Home with the Prof and the Barn Owl this afternoon. We're having a great time. If you want to text in 0457 736 736. Uh, Barney, uh, they're coming in thick and fast. Have you found any text messages worth, I don't know, reading? Yeah, of course. They're all worth reading, Professor. Oh, good. Just, uh, some of them we read out on air. Uh, so Lundy says his high point for 2023 was the first episode of The Last Word. Uh, his low point was the last episode of The Last Word, which was about four weeks later. Uh, I think you'll find that <laughs> yes. episode four was many weeks later. Um, it was, because remember, we were talking about this yesterday, how it was time slot bingo. Remember mm. that? And yeah. I mean, it was a new initiative, but it didn't really it's work. Good. Keeps the listeners on their toes. That's it why, does. That's why you remember it at the end of the year. That's the thing. Uh, we've also got uh, Hillary says, uh, Maestro, get some Melbourne tips off Gibbo. <laughs> be good or be careful. Gibbo um, found love in Melbourne. Mm. Mm. So hopefully I can follow in his footsteps. Oh. Are you <laughs> hoping to date Gibbo's missus? No, not his missus. That's what it sounds like. I would assume there are other women in Melbourne. I see. And you are? Are you in the market for a lady? Yes, very much so. In the market, please. Oh four five seven. No, I'm kidding. Hillary, what are you up to? <laughs> Alex, you got to wait for him to come to you. Yeah, I know, I know. Do you get on the apps? Uh, no, I, I, you know what though, I'm Melbourne. Not a fan of the apps. If you're going to find somewhere, Melbourne, you you get down one of them alleyways, the laneways, right? <laughs> yeah. And you sit there having like a one of their really good coffees. Did you know they make good coffee? Yeah. They love their coffee. Like a turmeric coffee? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Pumpkin spice, mate. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and you just sit there looking wistful. Give us, give us your best wistful. <laughs> that's look, a good shout. Yeah, just look off. If I know one thing, oh, that is wistful. Isn't it? Hasn't he got nice eyes for you that? You do have nice eyes oh, for that. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, that's, um, your mate, only danger of meeting a lady down there is that you'll end up down there. Yeah. I yeah. shan't be doing that. Shan't yeah. be. No, I tell you what, your, um, your thoughts on AFL will definitely yeah. Yeah, go, go down, down really well in Melbourne. <laughs> You're going to so, meet a girl who loves you. How old so, are you, Alex? 25. Okay. 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 We can find your bird. I reckon we can. If you're 25 and you're a young lady. Yeah. Um, and you... Why limit it? They won't be listening. Yeah, they won't no, be listening to this. Okay, put it this way. If you're the grandfather of a 25-year-old <laughs> yeah. young lady... Okay, we'll go to a break. We'll be back. Yes, you're on the summer run home. What a cracking second hour. Mm. Gents, I don't know. I don't think we can do much better than that. You're oh. very good, all three of you. Thank you. Very proud of you. Um, did you know Alex Thanks, is looking for a missus? Mm. Brooks found out. Mm. Mm. And so. Hillary has texted in. She's made an offer. Uh, she said Can she'll you come to, to you. Uh, I'll come to you, Maestro, in Melbourne. Come to Gippsland and do what the Hello Sports lads do. Wine, dine, and something's been cut off the end of that. Mm. But uh, sounds like Hillary uh, is an option. Look, who needs apps when you got the text line? Mm. 0457 736 736. If you've got an offer for Alex... Well, speaking of the Hello Sport boys, they are after our show with Ryan Harris. That'll be a good one with yeah. uh, Rhino. And then tonight we've got the BBL live from the SCG. Sixers taking on the strikers. Uh, coming up next hour, Jackson Warne.